Hello and welcome to a very special episode of The Super Show because, fellas, we made it all the way to 69, baby. Ooh-wee. Hell yeah. Incredible. Incredible. As always, I'm joined by my uh, partners in crime and my sexual partners, uh, Alex Jones and uh, Jamie McJamie. How are you doing, fellas? Good. So, I might prefer that name to my actual name. Easier <laughs> to say, McJamie. easier to spell. <laughs> Yeah, it would raise Jamie a few Jamie. eyebrows, but I think people would be more impressed than anything else. Mm, interesting. That I think you should, uh, we should uh, do an online petition and just, you know, petition the government, actually, to make wow. everyone who is of Scottish heritage to be McJamie. Oh, I thought you were we just going to a... say Muck and then their first name, whatever the... Nah. <laughs> just all Jamie's. <laughs> oh, see, I, I was going to say we should have a stretch goal where if we get to a certain level, Jamie has to legally change his name to Jamie McJamie. Oh, I'll, okay, I'll, get, I'll give you two offers. Would you rather a stretch goal where I have to legally change my name or a stretch goal where I get a tattoo of the patrons choosing? Oh, what about um, a oh. tattoo of the patrons? I mean, yeah, sure. Do you know what? Like, if we set the stretch goal at the right amount, I would do both of those things. Do, I would, I'd, be guys... more, I'd be more hesitant to change my name. I think that might get me in trouble with some people. Really? You'd rather have a tattoo of a patron's <laughs> choosing? You are a madman. Well, again, if we, if we were very careful about where it was and what it couldn't, couldn't be, I'd rather, like, if I had a fucking It's going to be peas on your testicles. If, like, what, first of all, I don't think anyone does testicle tattoos. Let's be real. But if I had Peaswood's face on my butt cheek, that's something my parents will never know for the rest of my life. But when I had you the said day that, I, go on. I immediately, mate, I've got it. It immediately came to my mind, right? Yeah. Um, do you remember that? Oh, may, okay, maybe not. Chris might remember it. There was a poster when I was uh, like a teenager, right? And it was uh, all of the um, like the biggest rappers. So you had like Tupac, um, Snoop, uh, like. Yeah. I can't think of who it was at the time. It was like pre Eminem era, even like he. Yeah, yeah, been death, death row it, style. Yeah, and it was all like all of them in kind of like black and white, all doing things that were typical for them. So there was a very typical picture, but they were all sort of like in a collage together. Um, and I just love the idea of recreating that, but with Patreon's faces. So we keep what they're doing, but we have like Snoop with the blunt. We like is Chris, so we do that. Right. But with, with all the Patreons, that yeah, would be that's cool. Yeah, I like that. And on you James get that back. tattoo, yeah, you know, like the Yakuza get the big dragons on their back, and <laughs> yeah, then they like rip it. off their shirt and. See, that, that again, that is something that I could keep secret, could keep quiet from the majority of people. The day I have to go to one of my parents and explain, hey, you know the name that I inherited and that you chose for me and that I could have theoretically passed on to later generations? Uh, I've changed it. Yeah, but you just changed it to the name that they gave you anyway. Uh, kind of, but then also, I don't know, there's some weird heritage shit. I don't really know much about it. I'm sure some Scottish people somewhere would be vaguely offended. Yeah, your, your clan will disown you. Yeah, I won't be allowed to it's wear possible. the tartan anymore or something. It's like, <laughs> I've never even seen a kilt. I'm not... well, well, anyway, fellas, look, it's episode 69. We have to do something different, and uh, we are going to do something different, okay? Something a little bit interesting. What we are going to do this today is uh, not cover the news, because, you know what, fuck the news is what I say. Fuck it. There you go. Um, but yeah, it's a special episode. We are going to perform for your... Uh, a skit. For your oral pleasure. <laughs> That's oral, not oral. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to do, basically, we're going to catch up on games. We're going to do uh, some comments, but then we're just going to freestyle it. We're just going to do basically what we do for our Patreon-exclusive podcast, Full Frontal. Uh, so I think that's available to $5 and up as a pledge, and you get access to that whole back catalogue and a couple of other 
juicy little tidbits. But yeah, fellas, I think, you know what, let's let's just start with the patrons because we spoke about stretch goals, which is always good. And, you know, we're always looking for stretch goals, so send them through if you have them. Um, but yeah, so if you want to support the show, because we are 100% funded by Patreon, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show. And uh, some people have done that already, and we really, really love them. So much so that Jamie is going to get a tattoo of their names uh, down his gam, you know, just, just the, the right thigh, the inner thigh. Mm. So prepare yourselves, Jamie. This is, this is what's going to be scrawled on your loins, all right? Okay, hit me with it. I'm, I'm talking about Anthony Muncie, Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Hacksaw Book Reed, Jesper Camdahl Nielsen, Javela Cujo, Leo Merger, Lonnie Thompson, Magic Grits, Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, Pastors Guild, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, Zach Cream, and then these are what I've already got tattooed on my scrot. Shellshock, Manuel Guerrero, Peaswad, and the Dude Abides. Those are the big fellas. Those are the guys that are really keeping the lights on and keeping us coming back week in, week out. Blood in, blood out, some would say, because we're all family once you join the uh the Super Show Patreon. You can never leave. It's uh, I mean, Hotel, Hotel California style. Exactly. Exactly. I, 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 technically, you can leave. No. Nope. People have. No, nope. no leaving. No Just leaving. Check the patron. <laughs> Shut um, up. But yeah, so, so they we, leave or are they chopped up in a freezer somewhere, Jamie? Exactly. Well, knowing you, Jonesy, what's the difference? Guess what we're having for a barbecue tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you oh, guys. Oh, God. I'm just going to say one word Omerta. Omerta. Should that ring a bell? Omerta. Omerta. That's the this code, is, brother. That's the, that's the mafia code. You can never um, leave. Omerta. I've never heard that, that before. That means death, doesn't it? I've, yeah. I haven't watched the right movies, clearly. You played Mafia 1. There's literally yes, a whole did. chapter of the game called Omerta. All right, anyway. Because yeah, I remember <laughs> I probably, that game being much... Podcast. <laughs> that game was much more, um, oh my God, we're going to kill that guy, rather than... Omerta. Uh, <laughs> All right, look, uh, before we kind of get into, we're going to talk about what we've been doing the past week, you know, leading up to this glorious 69. And uh, we're going to talk about some whatever comes into our minds at the stage after that. But before we do that, fellas, I do want to say, Jonesy, last week we had Crispy Court, where uh, I had to defend the honor of my favorite packet of crisps. You have. Um, if, if you're looking for a further ruling, because I was going to uh, chow down and have some of those, I have not been able to find any of those crisps. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I'm going to have to try extra hard and maybe order some online. Because, I, will, um, I, will, I will send some to you, perhaps tomorrow. But yeah, because ah, we've got well, to get that, yeah, down to the of this. But, I did um, look for them. I, I went shopping, I had a look and I couldn't find yeah. them. I yeah, like, not easy to find that particular flavour. Uh, right. Probably because I've been buying them all. <laughs> <laughs> you guys also live because where you live in London, you have like it seems like you have magical shops like all over the place that sell all this crazy yeah, stuff. Shops, dude, Whereas, they've got all these imports. It's mad. But we don't have that here. Like we have a couple of big supermarkets that sell bog standard boring shit. Do you know how difficult it is for me to buy blue cheese dip? Like I can't get it anywhere. <laughs> as like, as difficult so, as it should be, which is impossible. It should <laughs> be human. Easy. Everywhere just sells this. Supermarkets do my head in. They're so like they're such basic bitches when it comes to like what they sell. <laughs> you can only get a really limited like range of no, things. No, it's because you're just some random guy that all of a sudden has decided to become obsessed with American cuisine and specifically uh, buffalo wings or whatever they're called. <laughs> and now the idea that UK supermarkets don't hold 
blue cheese dip is offensive. No, but they did. This is the thing they did until really recently. Like oh. Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's ah. sold Mary Mary Belly Mary Belly Mary Berry's blue Mary cheese dressing. Mary Berry's blue cheese dressing. That, I would not ah. touch that with a ten foot pole. Shout out to Mary because that stuff is lovely. See? But then they stopped doing that one. They stopped selling it in my local one, and they now have John Newman's. Like that's the only one they do. Blue oh yeah, Newman, Newman's own. Newman's Wait, own. And it's isn't he a fr- singer? No, he's an actor. I don't know. But it's friggin' gross. Like, it doesn't taste like blue cheese. It's, it's, it's rubbish. It's Paul Newman, isn't it? It's Paul Newman. The actor's Paul Newman. No, the, the source is called... I think it's called John Newman. No, it's blue Newman. Newman. Newman's own is Paul Newman's thing, and the whole thing is... Oh, is it his thing? Yeah, it's a not, not-for-profit source company. It's kind of Sort weird. your blue cheese out, Paul. <laughs> it tastes like crap. I, Speak gonna, to I'm, Mary. I'd imagine I've just gotten this completely wrong. Sure. Maybe no. You probably say, sounds like you might be. Right. Then again, it, sound, right it makes more sense than Mary sounds Berry. Like, sounds like they're not trying to make a profit of how crap it is. Yeah, Newman's Own is a food company founded by actor Paul Newman and author A. E. Hotchner in 1982. The company Newman... donates 100% of its after-tax profits to the Newman's Own Foundation, a private non-profit foundation which, in turn, supports various educational and charitable organisations. Well, like Mary Mary Berries, I'm looking it up. It's got bad reviews, but I'm telling you, it tastes <laughs> got- much better. Oh, no, okay, I've found some. It's got good reviews as well. Amazon give it good reviews. Uh, Tesco, but what are Tesco people? No, they don't know anything. Wow. Um, Just called out like I'm, I'm waiting for Mary Berry to start a new show, The, the Great British Wing Bake Off or something like that. Oh, yes, Mary. They made no, a wing Mary, Mary Berry's winging it. Before she pops her clogs, <laughs> she can bust out some uh, some wings. Um, no, no. So, so the American stuff, Jamie's actually all right. The thing I struggle with, like food wise, is more if you want to go, especially if you want to go east. If you want to make some authentic, like Asian cuisine, it's really tough to get. Oh, you see, no, bro. What you need to do is you need to move to London, where yeah. the supermarkets have whole aisles for this stuff yeah. because there's the population's so big out over here. Down yeah, here, it, it's great actually because, like, yeah. All the different we kind of dishes with, um, that we try and make with all the ingredients is cool. Yeah, it's, I, it's I cool. don't think I don't think I've eaten meat that hasn't been halal for about a decade <laughs> at this stage. <laughs> we got so we did. I, I guess there's quite a few Polish people in this area, so we got quite a few Polish shops pop up, and that's quality because I don't know if you've had it. It sounds rude. Polish sausage. They love sausage. It I tastes great. Sausage. I love like, the Get sausage. yourself some Polish sausage. It's so good. A little yeah. bit of blue cheese dip on the end there quality <laughs> that would look filth but okay if the thing that comes out the end of your sausage looks or smells like blue cheese chris you need to talk to your doctor <laughs> I lo- yeah. i'd love if that was an infomercial if your if your semen smells or tastes like blue cheese sauce like visit your gp now you know, you know the the m- medical and like pharmaceutical adverts they somehow run all the time in the u.s but they talk really quickly at the end oh so yeah, yeah. sort of effects <laughs> may include semen looking or smelling like blue cheese dip <laughs> Consult your doctor. <laughs> is that the one where like side side effect side effects may include death? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. That's quite oh, that's so bizarre. But, but that's so the, bizarre. Uh, back to the crispy court. Okay, so yeah, we'll get your verdict on it, Jonesy, probably next week. Uh, I will send some over this week, probably tomorrow, like I said. Um, but yeah, we we got we got a a pretty nice uh, resounding um, approval rating. For that segment, and lots of people have asked us to bring it back, so we've got to put our our thinking hats on. I'm just going to Shit, read out yeah. a few comments here. Okay, uh, usually we only do one comment of the week, but I've, I've just chosen three at random. But below average, Kiplet said, "Crispy Court needs to be a recurring twenty to thirty minute segment of the podcast. Wow. Hit all the flavors, all the brands, all hail the algorithm." Wow, I like it. 
I like it. I, don't, I just don't think it's very algorithmic friendly. But there we go. Then Bendy Benz said, or oh, chance, crispy court, crispy court, crispy <laughs> court. Also, it is law and order. It's just uh, an aside because we were thinking about where that. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, and it's just yes to another to show. Um, all right. Yeah, whatever. Fucking. <laughs> then Ginger Lou says, crispy court had me in bits. Please continue doing it. Not necessarily over crisps, but can be other food or drink items or whatever other random trash opinions you have. Great pod, boys. Let's win the algorithm. Hell so yeah. I, I think it's a good idea to kind of like expand it. A bit of a peek behind the curtain, I guess, because sometimes this is what we do in the full frontals as well. We kind of take a, a, a trip down memory lane during the ATG days. But at the early days of ATG, when we were trying to come up with different strands and ideas, one of them was actually, I mean, for lack of a better word, a crispy court kind yeah. of strand where we take a game or something with a, some kind of a controversial opinion or not even necessarily a controversial opinion. And one person would have to argue for, the other person would have to argue against, and there would be a judge. And I think I think the idea was we just rotate judge duties. Yeah, it was something like that, wasn't it? But it was it was much more of a, a, a like a format. But I like the idea of doing it around, um, especially in this sort of the remote way that we have to work at the moment. It's quite funny doing it with food and stuff because it's <clears> something that we can uh, we can try independently and then come together to talk trash about. Especially if um, there are some strong opinions. Yeah, you know, it'd be really cool. I mean, not that we not that we would do this, but if we did have that PO box, like we mentioned, don't send the cheesecake or the blue cheese oh, sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it would be really funny if like. We had a PO box. People could send us things, and we have to try them, and then like give them give them like a judgment. You know, yes, it's good. No, it's not. Oh, see, I love the idea of that. Like, but then I suppose it would be killer to be the judge. Some weeks you'd want to try the thing, and you'd be like, oh, I don't want to be. Although, yeah. I guess maybe maybe one of us just sits it out, lets the other two thrash it out, and then their vote is the deciding one after the fact. So yeah. let's say it's like a, a Butterfinger chocolate. Is it? A, I don't know if it's a chocolate bar, but candy bar. Yeah. So like two people try it. One sits. Oh, it butter out. fingers when you put butter on your fingers and you stick. A uh, slightly different thing. Uh. This is. <laughs> Sorry. And then the third person waits and then decides after all the arguments. I like are put it. I think, I think that's cool. Decision. The problem with that, though, I guess, the, the pitfall of such a thing is if we had to in, all enjoy the same thing, would that be, would that be entertaining? Because it really yeah. is, it's the back and forth argument, right? Yeah, that's, no, that's but what it's all about. When, but then you also, in courtrooms, you get lawyers who are like have to defend rapists and pedophiles. They don't want to do it, but they have to. Yeah, also so one's, being, one's the being a lawyer and, and one's yeah. the defense. I like exactly. It. And maybe so it's being predefined a lawyer, roles. Yeah, being a lawyer mm-hmm. isn't about like agreeing or liking the uh, side of the case you have to fight. It's about finding the best outcome for your client, which in this case are those disgusting crisps. They're not disgusting. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I like uh, the I I I see. I like the idea that if we all agreed on something, then that's good, right? If we all disagreed, then that's good because it's obviously. Nah. But Jonesy. then that just turns into a review, dude. It's like, you know, yes, we give these three <laughs> thumbs up, you know, like Jonesy. Yeah. That's in, true. That's you're not true. you're not thinking about the key ingredient in all of this. Content. content. We need to argue. <laughs> well, I'm assuming that it'll be rare that we all agree, because let's be honest, we usually argue about most things. <laughs> so. Right, exactly. I think that's probably the, one of the reasons why so many of our conversations could you could probably go back to them and put them in a court format almost incidentally because <laughs> it's two sides of an argument and a fence hitter every yeah. single time. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally right now. I'm looking up how much it is to set up a PO box. Wow, oh god, it's not that much. Yeah, 
but it's fair it's, enough. It's what Jamie said. It's like because we are, we it's like we're fucking William Wallace and we're scattered on the four corners of yeah. <laughs> of England, you know. But yeah, it, it would Pretty be much. interesting. It would be interesting to say the least. But uh, you know, moving on from the crispy court, we'll we'll put our thinking caps on and see how we can kind of incorporate it going forward. I do like these kind of tangential discussions that we're having, and that's kind of why I wanted to have one of these as a special for that special number sixty nine. But you know, let's leave all that aside. I want to hear what you guys have been up to. Oh, can yeah, I be totally it, honest? Because this is this is my rock. All right, this is like. If if I don't have good gaming weeks, I can live vicariously through you. If I do have good gaming weeks, then I can just kind of be like, hey, guys, look at me. I'm a dad, that game. So let's fucking go. Yeah, but yeah go on, Jamie, seeing as you uh, um, you perked up a bit. So I, I perked up because I kind of fucked up, which is that I didn't consider, you know, this week being episode 69 and what that would entail. And if anything, I might have done too much gaming. And so <laughs> there's like fucking seven things that I could talk about right now. Like I finished two games in the course of the last week. That like uh-huh. one of which I'd never even mentioned before. The thing, but do you know what? I'm going to talk about the things that are most pressing. Like two things that are kind of yeah. on my mind. One of them, uh, because you know, I, I'm I kind of proud of myself. Actually, this one might not be what you expect. Because let me tell you, Chris, this took cojones. Mm. I had to look myself in the mirror. I had to sign myself up. I had to do a line of coke and uh, really brace myself because I went into the world of Resident Evil Eight this week. Oh, right, the oh, demo, okay. the time demo. Yeah, well, because, have you guys seen how, how they're doing this fucking demo? 30 minutes. No. Oh, bro, I don't know what they smoke in Japan. But they did, but... They did that on, on Resident Evil 2 re- uh, remake. But no, this is even crazier. So basically, Resident Evil 8 is getting a gameplay demo. Great. Yeah. It's an hour long, and you can only play it in a 24-hour period. Great. This is like, for anyone listening, this is like in a week's time or so. Yeah. But they also signed a deal with PlayStation that gave PlayStation players early access to the demo. So you think, oh, great, then on a different day, we can play it for an hour, right? No. For the PlayStation players, they split the demo in half into two half-an-hour cap segments <laughs> on two separate days that were only playable for eight hours each. Oh, what? So Why? basically, earlier this week, there was an eight-hour window, an eight-hour period of time where you could play... A 30-minute timed cap, time cap segment of Resident Evil 8 that represents 50% of the hour-long demo that will be available for everyone for a 24-hour period in about a week's time. So if you chose not to do the PlayStation 30-minute <laughs> split thing, can you can you do the hour-long one? In yeah, a yeah. It's not opt-in or opt-out. Like, it's just a bonus. Right. So you no one's missed anything yet. It's just... So it's say it, it remembers how much time you played, basically. No, they're all they're all split up. They're all split up. This is that's fucking mental. That is crazy. Like, why not just just have the demo? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so pointless. Like time capping a demo, I kind of get. And like you said, Chris, they've totally done it before. But the fact that that half an hour long demo I could play was playable in an eight hour window, and then it closed. Yeah, that's, that's something someone didn't want to do. Do you know what I mean? That's where someone was. Someone said, "We're going to do this," and then and then someone's made a yeah. deal with someone at the company. Like PR people have got together, and the people who are responsible for Bro. actually putting it out there were like, "We don't want to do this." And so they've tried to. It's like when someone does you a favor, but they do it in such a shitty way that you're yeah. kind of like, yeah. "But it's fucking they want to do." But I think Jamie's right. Like, uh, there must be smoking something up there in in Japan because they did. The I, same swear, thing with, I swear, I swear, the same thing with Mario, this, right? Yeah. Where they're like. Oh yeah, so, uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars. There we go. Uh, yeah, it's you can only buy it up until the end of March, and then that's it. It's gone forever. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah, it's, they do some strange. 
some strange. Yeah. But okay, yeah. I mean, so I'm going to give a bit of a disclosure here. I have not been following the Resident Evil 8 stuff other than the trailers. I haven't right. been watching, and I've, I've skipped the gameplay trailers. Did you play, Is it? was it, not? what was it called? Not Miranda. Was it Miranda? Oh, Matilda? something like that. Matilda, oh. yeah, something like that. I didn't do it. It was, that. It was, I'm, it was I'm the walk, walk the around the castle. Demo. I'm avoiding the gameplay. I did okay. see, I quite liked the walk around because I knew that there wasn't sort of like actual gameplay as in uh you weren't, didn't have to actually fight anything it was more experiential and and i quite like that idea i'm i'm not big on the resident evil gameplay side of it like i don't like scary games as it is so i think i'm gonna give fellas. resident evil a miss but <clears throat> fellas no no, no we're doing it together i, I do i do to. it together i, I do it for to. a for a thing i'd do it but i'm not playing it on my own sat here in the is it, hold darkness. on hold on is this gonna be me fucking on the controller again and you two just kind of cowering no, uh, so over my shoulders this is what i kind of <laughs> wanted to talk about like i so i finished like the the, <laughs> yeah. the component of you guys remember the last time we streamed resident evil 7 i started with the controller in my hands on one of the streams and had to give it to chris because i couldn't go through a door <laughs> i was like i'm not i, I don't want to i'm not walking through it i'm not pushing forward in the analog stick and i had to hand the controller off to chris but i finished this demo and the okay. reason is, as we all kind of have known about for months now, if not, God, if not years, I don't even remember, uh, this is a very Resident Evil 4-inspired Resident Evil game. Right, uh, yeah. They're still trying to balance some of the Resident Evil 7 survival horror elements. So from what I gather, the castle segment of the game, which I didn't play, uh, but it will be the second half of this hour-long demo, is where you're going to get stalked by the nine-foot-tall vampire lady in a very, um, you know, Resident Evil 7-style way. But this bit that I did was, like, the village was a little bit more explore. Like, you could explore it. You could find stuff. You could pick stuff up. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Um, and it, there were proper, like, Resident Evil 4 vibes. And everything felt more geared towards combat being better. So, like, yeah, yeah. Weapon, weapon swapping was, like, Call of Duty speed. Like, I don't know what Ethan has been doing between games, but if when you switch <laughs> to your pistol to the shotgun, the dude's like... <laughs> and it's like, it just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Um, little Man, things weird. like, you know, when there are those boxes that you have to break with a knife, yeah. you don't have to swap to your knife and then slash them now. You just kind of put X on them and he just does a quick slash. Yeah, cool. Okay. Quality like of life. Re- like reload speeds are much faster. So some of it's quality of life, yeah, but other others make it feel like, hey, there are going to be sequences of this game where, like, um, they're far more combat oriented. Yeah. That's yeah. why there's a large variety of weapons. There's weapon upgrades now and stuff like that so- in a much more obvious way. So you're feeling a lot more confident with the gameplay on this one, yeah? Just because I felt more empowered. Like, well, well, we'll we'll hear what you have to say once you do the castle. Thing. Right, bro. The castle. I look at and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going. But, in. but the, it is kind of strange, right? Because okay, so you're being chased by this nine foot woman. Wouldn't it be a lot scarier, a lot creepier to be chased by a three foot woman? Because Ooh. a nine foot woman, <laughs> obviously, you're going to see where she's coming from. Well. But a three foot woman. She's without be spoiling like, too much, because I know you said you haven't seen trailers. I think. Obviously, we've seen a lot of this nine foot woman, but when it comes yeah. to the entire cast of characters that make up the enemies like in this game, and shit. you you might you might get your uh, your mm. hankering for midgets. Um. <laughs> it's not a hankering for midgets. I'm just so, saying that, like, if if something is stalking you and it's going to be scary, there's something that you can see from like fucking a mile away is probably less scary nah, than bullshit. Some- <laughs> Not in a, not in a not in like a, a closed corridor like creepy castle where it's like big arms can come around the doors and stuff like no nah, a little midget coming at you that you could kick away is I don't think it's anywhere near as scary <laughs> as some horrendous giant like you know dragging itself down. Well, the I guess I guess it's the whole like um, one horse sized duck kind of 
question, mm. right? It's a similar kind of thing. <laughs> if you, Chris, can Which you better? see the chat in Discord? Uh, yes, sir. You see that picture I just posted? Oh, that's quality. You're gonna so shit your, You are gonna shit yourself when that comes up. So, for anyone wondering, it's like this kind of like three foot, almost like doll. It looks like a doll yeah. in like a wedding dress, but it's like a child. Um, <laughs> you are gonna. You are gonna. It's like one of those. You know what's gonna happen? Baby dolls that people get. Who yeah. Jamie, like Jamie's gonna have middle like aged women buy. Yeah, Jamie's gonna have the diarrhea squirts when the, when he sees that thing. <laughs> Maybe it's gonna Maybe. flush all the way down your like your gene yeah. gene leg. That, that's why I, I don't want to admit outright confidence <laughs> in my Resident Evil Eight compatibility just yet. But <laughs> I felt empowered enough that um, that I could play through this demo. And also, there's there's a lot more NPC stuff going on, and Ethan talks a lot more. So right. in this village, there are people that live there, and there's kind of this culty thing being hinted at. So it's yeah, not yeah. just. Right. It's a weird mishmash of ideas where there are like human NPCs, so immediately you're having far more human conversations, interactions than you ever did in Seven. But also there are giant vampire women, obviously. There are the vampire women's like daughters who can turn into flies. I think there's flies? like there's like lichens and werewolves and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, because so really like Chris Redfield meant to be like a werewolf or some shit in this. Yeah, movie. like Chris Redfield's in it, and like I think he's the bad guy, but I don't probably not, mate. There's a lot going on. <laughs> It, seems, it seems interesting, and it's also pretty. It's all quite pretty yeah, on yeah. the PS5. Man, it, it loads slip, it, so quick, doesn't it? Like two seconds or something. Two second load times, yeah. And it's like is 49 it going a bit seconds down, on um, PS4. Is it a bit slippery slope, though? Because they're, so it seems like they went in a really good direction with like 7 and how it was slower and more scary and it sort of pulled away from where Resident Evil had been going, which was kind of the bad vibe, almost going like... If it kept going where it was, it could have been like a zombie shooter type of game. But then if they well, go back to... That's what it did become. We're, we're working on the combat, and then it's like, oh, you can swap weapons more quickly. You can melee. It's almost like a COD game. I don't know. In my mind, well, it's, it's almost like it's the same I, I, thing sorry, happening I, I, again. I didn't mean to say, say it was like COD. It's still no, no, very yeah. much like Resident Evil. Yeah. Do you but see it going that way? Do you see it becoming no, I, I, I think I think they're looking at what happened to... What happened to the lineage of Resident Evil the last time they established a successful entry point for the series, right? Which yeah. was that... Uh, generally speaking, they managed to transition into a more action-oriented survival horror approach, and it was very well received. And I just think they try and they're trying to work elements of that game design into the rejuvenated yeah. series slightly earlier, rather than doing another Resident Evil game that's just a pure tense survival horror experience. I think right. there still will be, and I think the kind of semi-open world thing that they're going for, with the village being the connective tissue between these different areas, allows them the kind of the flexibility to say, "Hey." When you're in the castle, you're going to be chased by Lady Demetrescu and you can't kill her. There's your, you know, your Baker House kind of vibes. Yeah, but yeah. also, when you're riding, walking around in the village, like lichens are going to come after you and you're going to be able to kill them and it's going to be more Leon Kennedy in the village style Resident Evil 4 shit. Speaking of, sorry, Joe, go ahead. I was going to say, because that's the thing that always is the reality of those things that I always worry about. So you, you say like you've got a more combat oriented game, but you can't kill the main villain because obviously you can't. So then you say, right. okay, fine. So in the castle, you can't kill her. But in the, in the town, you've got these combat abilities. Therefore, you need characters that are killable. So then you start to fill them with cannon fodder because you're like, we need people to kill. And I feel well, like sometimes games go in a weird route where they sort of, they're trying to be too many do you know what I mean they're trying to appeal to too many and yeah. then they get messy so, so and what, then they reboot the game and call it Resident se, Evil again se, Seven did that too where all of a sudden you're in this house in the basement it's like hey we're going to make weird monsters out of sewage and poo now and oh, you're just going to yeah but hold on because there were only like maybe like 
I don't know, 12 but of those the, I enemies down there. But they were still what Jonesy was talking about, which they was like, were, they we were need to give you people to kill bullets. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, just, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think I think lichens are a pretty cool thing as well, and they can ride horses and... I, I I don't know. There's there's some cool stuff going on in this game. It just seems like a load of ideas stuck together, just right. not necessarily in a bad way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever think it'd be a cool concept if you could play as the NPC? Obviously, that's a contradiction in terms. But do you know <laughs> what I mean? If other people could play as the game characters. Yeah, so, uh, there was a game that came out, it was called, uh, oh yeah, Fallout 76. No, not like that. Like, That's what it was. Could... That's what it was. Todd Howard went on stage and said, "There are no NPCs. You are no, the NPC. If you want to be, you can. You can just stand there selling herbs." Yeah, but all not right. like that. No, not like no, that. No, thanks. It's all right. I'm not like this. Not like this. Like if you could be a werewolf on a horse ride, and you could just—you've got a very limited thing to do. do you know what I always thought was really cool, and I know people probably think this was shit, but um, when you could play as—was it Watch Dogs One, where you had the app? And you could um, play against oh, yeah, the player, yeah, yeah. and you could make like street things pop, uh, the the barriers pop up in the street, and you could change traffic lights oh, and yeah. try and mess with them. Yeah, but I still enjoy playing Jones, that. App. I thought that was really cool. Don't talk to me about that because I'm still bitter about when they announced the division, and the whole idea was like, oh, you can play with the squad, and if your guy, oh. if your friend doesn't have a console or yes. a PC, don't worry, he'll play on his tablet, and he could play as a drone. He could be the drone, and, and I was like, that's such a cool fucking idea, and it never happened because you know liars what? the division was shit anyway uh but speaking of resident evil 4 did you see that they've i was right they did re-release it or are re-releasing it just in a bit of a weird way Asterisk. not the remaster but in vr oh my yeah God. Oh. oculus quest 2 style it look it that looks like they've done a decent job it does look like a decent job it will be fair i think like i know loads of people are really happy about that and yeah, happy they- about the game and seeing it in an, in a new perspective, but they uh, need to sort out the movement, man. VR, come on, innovate. We need some movement stuff. <laughs> innovate. We don't just want more games. We need ha- how are you moving around? I think, the I think you should take out the mantle, Jonesy. I think yeah. you should. I've thought the... of it. I've thought of so many ways of doing it. He's none are very it. good. He's cracked the code. None are very good. No, no, <laughs> any, none uh, are very good. any angel investors in the chat? Just uh, <laughs> reach out. It's so fucking difficult. This it's so tricky to try and think of a way of doing it as well because it's you've got such limited space and all the things that have come out so far are like oh it's a tre- an omnidirectional treadmill that you're gonna put in your living room that has a weight uh, like a waist support belt on it. And you're like no one is buying that. That's like no, you know horrendous. what it is. It's like I would buy it if I had my own like VR dungeon and I had the time and the and patience and the money because they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, this thing is cool. Don't worry about it. It's It looks a bit flimsy, but it costs $5,000. It's like, mm, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'll game. pass on that one. I know uh, you anyway, what, what else have you been playing? Um, just a quick one. I'll say that at the time of recording, we are halfway through the <laughs> the most uh, uh, prolonged, overextended live event in uh, free-to-play Battle Royale history. Uh, oh in, god, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the destruction of Verdansk in Call of Duty Warzone, which uh, again at the time recorded started last night and has yet to finish. Um, well, uh, let me clarify. Actually, at the time of recording, Verdansk has been blown up. The zombies did one. The zombies took over, and Verdansk got hit with a nuke, and that map no longer exists. At the time of recording, if you go to play the game, the only option you have open to you is the Rebirth Island map, which was the kind of half-sized supplementary map, at nighttime, which is kind of cool, which apparently contains clues as to what is going on. But um, so far, I found it very hard to 
drop into that map and look around for clues without getting shot in the head <laughs> by other players, uh, being as it is a battle royale game. Funny um, that. So, can you, so can you can yeah. you go into the game and look at and watch any like the dance get blown up still, or is it like done and dusted? You've got no, to it's done and dusted. Done and dusted. So watch it on YouTube, dude. It's not quite no, like no, of Fortnite. Course. Yeah, it's not quite like Fortnite where it's like if you're not here at this time, then. Yeah. Uh, that's when stuff happens. It was more like in, there was a two, I think they actually extended to three hour period last night where they updated the playlist and it was just the only event you could do was the zombie thing and it had a cutscene at the end of it. But man, I just want to say they might pull something crazy out the bag tonight and obviously there's going to be a new map tonight, which is cool in of itself. But yeah. cool GT, I don't know whether it's the engine, I don't know if it's uh, time, money, resources, like what it was. Cool GT can't do live events. It's as simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you imagine every time they tried fell to, down, didn't they? Their ser- bro, their servers did fall down, but their live event is updating the playlist to include a mode that is the zombies mode from the from the Halloween event, but at yeah. daytime this time. Uh, stay alive, and then uh, there's a countdown at the end, and then the match ends with an explosion. Go figure, you know, Call of Duty match ending with a nuke. Yeah, and then you see a cutscene. That's what they call a live event, like Fortnite. Epic Games must have tuned in to that, must have been watching the live stream and thought, what the fuck are these clowns doing? Like They must have been laughing all the way to the back. I, I, I just think yeah. at this point, again, I don't know if it's Raven, I don't know if it's the engine, I don't know if it's the infrastructure they've built around Warzone, or if it really is just a time and money question, but Call of Duty can't do live events. It's been over a year, the map hadn't changed. In my opinion, they hadn't successfully pulled off a single live event. This was the single biggest thing that they had on their like their you know the calendar for god knows yeah. how long to the point where there were server queues to try and even just play the game last yeah. night Dude, like it I, took 20 minutes to get in I, I you can't say it, it's it might have been a timer or money thing they're swimming in money and they had known well, for a very long time but their, their roadmap come on you know that they would have had a roadmap but then, saying, but then again like xyz and, and it leads up to this warzone often shows all a lot of the telltale signs of a game that doesn't get the doesn't have the support it needs and i just it can't be a money issue like it's like it can't be you're dude. right There's because so many players but just because like, they've, then what they've got it? the money like is it in, then maybe they're not willing to spend it though like maybe they're uh but like you know, they've got a profit margin and they're like I'm, we're not spending any more money I, on I, this see, shit. I, I don't want to play backseat game developer but you know how we always <laughs> joke about hey like oh um, they reduce the damage that the M4 does at range by 10%, so download the new 30 gigabyte update now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's a part of me that wonders if Warzone was built in such a way where they just can't do what Fortnite does. I think that's probably what it is. Uh, you could imagine that if they tried to do like a live action, mu- or live action, live music video kind of Fortnite style, that there'd be a 200 gig update just to watch it. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to go sure, but, 200 sure, gig update then, to undo it again. I don't necessarily agree with that though, right? Because they... It's not their first rodeo. They had Blackout. You learn from Blackout and, and you see that even when Blackout was going, Fortnite was starting with all of their like multi-metaverse, whatever fucking bullshit they're calling it. But they, I, don't think they, it, I don't think they had, I don't think anyone had sort of pushed the boundaries um, with regard to live events in the way that Epic did when, like, when they were making um, well, Warzone. I think maybe maybe what we're saying is Warzone doesn't do what um, Fortnite does, but that's because 
it's not that. And you know when you're shown something much better and something that works, it works in a much more slick way. And you're like, well, why doesn't this do that? I think they need to rebuild the game like with that sort of functionality as something that's possible. It's, well, maybe it just doesn't well, work. You know the other telltale sign for me, I think they struggle to um, integrate new ideas and mechanics and things in the same way Fortnite does is uh, there was a time when I used to go, well, I'd say there was a time, kind of still in that time, bit too much KFC. Um, <laughs> and KFC used to have a thing, and it, it has kind of stopped during well, hold lockdown. Hold on, just very quickly, very quickly. KFC now has a bucket of KFC pops. Well, you actually touched my the point. Popcorn Chris. chicken. KFC does a thing where every month they rotate in and out new special things. Yeah, and at this point, I spent maybe like a couple of years again going to KFC slightly too frequently, and you start to notice something. Yeah, that everything, every special thing, is made out of stuff they already had. Yeah, to the point where there'd be a new right. special burger, and you'd go it, and I, there would be points where I'd pick it up and I'd be like, "Oh, this is interesting." I know that this makes me sound like a madman, but roll with me here. I'd go, "Oh, that's co- interesting." They've taken the bun from this thing. They've put the cheese on it, which it doesn't usually have. They've taken like one of the things from that burger and they've mixed it with the sauce from that wrap. And I realized that the majority of the quote-unquote specials that KFC were doing were made up of things they already had in-house because some KFC headquarters didn't want to be like, oh, we're going to have a new burger for a month. Let's send this specific type of chicken to every KFC restaurant in the country for the next four and I wonder if Warzone's got a bit of that. There's got to be a reason. Everything's a fucking nuke. Everything's a fucking zombie. And the <laughs> gameplay never changes. <laughs> right. They've got a set amount, a set of thing of parts. And I genuinely... Like, look at like, look at the fucking Galactus yeah. event uh, that uh, Fortnite yeah. did, like, a couple of months ago, whatever it was, where you're fucking flying through the air. and Like, I genuinely think Warzone can't do that at this stage. And I know we don't have a huge BR audience... So I'm not going to bang on about it for too long. But at the halfway point, I'm disappointed is what I'll say. Although I, I do love the way you're saying like KFC do a thing. Like, isn't that every fast food place? Like McDonald's' whole list no, of burgers like, is no, a No, because McDonald's, Just, when they do when, their, their burgers from around the world, they are very that's, different. That's they the point I was going to make. Like they, when oh, they do I, their, I was, like Jamaican shit or their American shit, like they genuinely get but like... But it's not. It's just a different sauce. Like, no, 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 it's no, like, no. Jonesy, like Bun, the, you, burger, lettuce. Some of them like is some chorizo on top. Yeah, like the, the other other <laughs> toppings, the cheeses. No, but genuinely, you laugh. So sauce like, and they, 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 They've made burgers. McDonald's have made burgers. This is getting silly now. With <laughs> types of cheese for temporary things, where it's like they won't have this. This cheese isn't on anything else. Yeah. This oh, isn't okay. the cheese. So it's mean, like yeah. they're making the effort to send out a new type of cheese. Okay. Maybe Bur- maybe Burger King are worse. Then I know that if you if you look at a menu of like fast food stuff, it often does look like here's three buns, but there's two burgers and then there's a cheese in the middle and a barbecue sauce on top. Yeah, here's two sure. buns oh, yeah, yeah. with a burger, burger with a cheese King and a lettuce. The worst, they were like, yeah, just change the order of things. In, but in, like, in look at the, the thing that you guys got excited about when I mentioned KFC. They took a thing they already had and Popcorn put it in a bigger bucket. A bucket. A bucket of pops. Do you know how excited I am? It's like, do you know what they do? Like eight, ten, eight, they, pounds or 10 pounds. I'm going to get it. They did that last year with gravy and everyone went mental. They put, made a bigger <laughs> pot of gravy and the country lost its mind. It's still we gravy. Are, we are morons. We are Hell absolute yeah. morons. Yeah, buddy. Just all, like order three pots of gravy and you've got their new special. Although I've got to push back on Chris saying it, a bucket of pops would be eight quid. Bullshit, it's going to be 18, if anything. No, I've no, no, bought the little popcorn chicken It was either eight or ten, before, I'll tell you right now. And it's KFC. so expensive. It's Do you know what, Jonesy is kind of right, though. Popcorn bucket. chicken is like a weirdly expensive little thing. Like I You think it's going to be like a little side, like a little like 
just the cherry on top of your KFC order. And you're like, hang on a second, a large one of these is how much? Well, they, they do like, because if you buy the wings, if you add wings to your order, it's like 99p, which is amazing. Two wings, 99p, and they're so yeah. juicy and crispy, it's great. You're like, oh, I might, do this, <laughs> I might do the same thing with Pops. And it's like a small Pops thing. It's like 350. You're like, are you fucking so the, kidding the me? Bu- the bucket of Pops gets you 80 pieces of popcorn chicken. Sure. Based, okay. based on averages. Yeah. Oh, because they can't be bothered to count. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Well, it's probably the, 80. Where's the pricing? I'm sure pounds. you might have to One order pound it. pound per piece. Oh, even better, fellas. Six pounds. Six? Wait, that's, that's, okay, fair enough. That's ridiculous. Sure, like, in terms of that's, that's economies of scale taken to degree that I've never quite <laughs> seen before because a large popcorn chicken is probably five pounds. Yeah, it's true. If not more. I So I used to well, I think it's a special, the, right? Um, there's like... Yeah. I used to work at Cineworld. Right. I, so, well, I worked at the first Cineworld that opened in the UK and there was a thing they had where um, they would do deals where you had uh, like you could buy two things of popcorn and two Cokes and it would be, let's say it was like eight quid, right, if you bought it together. I would have, and I genuinely, this is what I used to do, I used to do down selling. People would come in and go, I'll have two small popcorns and two Cokes, but two small Cokes. And I'm like, you could get that, but it's going to cost you 15 quid. Get this thing, cost you eight quid, and you get bigger popcorn, bigger Coke. I had one person once, so I'm saving people money, right? I'm saving people money. But that's money. what they'll come back to you, Jonesy. I had a guy one time who said to me, oh, I don't think I can eat that much. I was like, just don't eat it then. Just just stop eating when you're, when you're, when you're fine. Save, <laughs> save your five quid and you're happy. Yeah. Fellas, hold on. Clacks on alert, okay? KFC popcorn chicken bucket, five ninety nine. available until the 2nd of May. Go get it. How long, is, is it, wait, have we got the? Uh, is that the new case that uh, Judge Jones is going to reside over? Is whether or not the KFC popcorn bucket is excessive? Maybe. Should we, should we buy one? Oh. So I buy one for the next thing. And we'll oh. have a chat. Hold on, we need we need to let the 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 viewership and the listenership know <laughs> what we did the, the one time with the one hundred chicken nugget challenge. Oh, um, bro, not one time. You guys did twice. it twice, right? Yeah, we did it twice. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, one, of the, one of the worst experiences of my life, but at the same you know time, what? one of the better ones. Well, it's because it's you know you're working in a cool office when <laughs> the entire company can take half a day off to watch yeah. a small group of <laughs> silly, silly men try and eat 100 chicken nuggets. Because So I did it once. I didn't do it the second time. But when we did it the second time, which yeah. I think you guys were both a part yes, of, yeah. right? You were like sat in the middle of the biggest like room in our entire yeah, office. And yeah, basically it was the like entire a, like company. An atrium. Yeah, it was like you, a coliseum, right? Because yeah, they were right. Everyone was stood you, above us. You were on a lower area, and we were standing almost <laughs> on the balcony, like looking over you, like fucking <laughs> like sixty people. On. Yeah, and it was literally. one, but it, it was it was planned for like one hundred minutes, right? Because wasn't it a hundred nuggets in a hundred? No, that minutes? was the first. The first one was a hundred nuggets in a hundred minutes, and then the second one we got rid of the time limit because we realized that's absolutely. I was just eight hundred nuggets. Yeah. But yeah. so that was because so then you're looking at right it's an hour and a half gone immediately you're just planning to not work for an oh, hour and a half yeah and the thing is when we when we called up McDonald's and ordered they didn't believe us no yeah someone had to go I think in we had person. to go there and tell them like no it's real we're, yeah we're paying for it and we'll come pick up I must admit really- I thought too much myself going into the second one because the first time do you remember we actually called it off didn't we because we'd eat we um yeah we truced it at 60 60 did, yeah 60 was the cutoff and I'd, I'd eaten 60 in 30 minutes the first time. And I was like, I will smash 100 inside. Like, no worries. <laughs> but the second time round, I, I think I got to 80 and I was like, my, I couldn't swallow. 
Yeah. I genuinely the, couldn't swallow. The person who got to 100, my, if I remember rightly, threw up yeah. and kind of just got disqualified for that reason. Yeah, literally. Oh, did he get disqualified? Yeah, I think it was well, like... Well, I mean, a, in most, in most I think it was a minute after he finished eating that last oh, one, he just turned yeah. around and vomited in a pocket. In, in, like, in most, like, professional eating things, if you throw up, you're disqualified, I think, as a, yeah. a rule, generally. I remember oh, man, I, I couldn't I do got it. To, it was so tough. So I, I had my, my box in front of me, and they had given us, like, um, little cups of water, right, to kind of, like, help wash it down. Whatever, whoever gave me my cup of water, the seal on the bottom of the like plastic. Paper <laughs> oh, cup, I remember this. Yeah, it, it was worn through, so all the water seep like seeped into my box, my two of my boxes of uh, oh. nuggets. Because your chicken got wet, didn't it? All my chicken got wet. Yeah, like, oh. but apparently that's what some professional eaters. Have you seen the hot dog competition? They dunk, where yeah, they're they dunking dunk it. it in the water to make it soggy, and then they, so they, they, can they eat. eat it like a duck, where they just kind of go like, it's kind of fucking gullet. Sorry, can do that again? No. Combine it with the one that Jonesy gave us last week. And pretty soon we've got. Well, I was whole... proud of myself. I was like forty-two. You know, what? I I reckoned I could have done fifty, but I knew that I would have been like feeling absolutely disgusted. Oh, did you that... did you stop at forty-two then? Yeah, I I was going to stop at forty, and I was like, well, you know, forty-two is a nice number. Uh, I think, and I reckon I, I reckon fifty is like my probably my my limit. But if I'd done that, I would have been. I was already feeling wretched, dude, and I was like, fifty would just send me over them like too much. I, yeah, that, like 50 is a hell of a lot. Like I think I, I either ate 70, I think I ate 78 or 80. Like I, I was no way. I think I had over a box left to 100 and I was like, yeah. I cannot swallow. My throat is like sorder. I feel <laughs> yeah. awful. Like yeah. I am, I'm so not. I oh yeah. The other thing is I I don't eat sauces. So that was oh, oh, shit. especially uh, tricky You're for me. You're going dry. Yeah. So That's what brutal. I would do is I'd have like three normal nuggets and then I'd have one of those soggy nuggets. Just to kind of like lubricate. Do you know what the real bummer I found about that whole thing was, though, is that you realise how little McDonald's food actually does to kind of, you know, satisfy your your hunger or whatever. When a couple of hours later you're ready to eat again. Yeah. It's like, hang on, like, hang on a second. I ate sixty chicken nuggets and now I'm having dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was kind of mad. I I I I don't know if you guys remember, but I. Uh, not didn't quite get in trouble, but some people were like, what the fuck are you doing? When I, um, that night we did the nuggets. So I ate 60 chicken nuggets. Yeah. We went out and had a night out and then I got a McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> so I just, I had 60 chicken nuggets for lunch and then had a regular like Big Mac meal <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> After we enough, spent man. the night playing ping pong. Do you remember that night? Ping pong? Yes. Yeah. It was, um... The old, the old, the old head of post production, Chris. Uh, it was yes, when he was yeah, leaving. Yeah. It was a place yeah. called Pong. That's right. They still email me to this day. One of those even things. Better, just, even better. Even better. We were eating pizza slices at Pong. <laughs> we were. I remember that. I remember that. Good times. Good times. <laughs> That's mental. Oh, I, I just this popped up while we were chatting. Apparently, there's um someone uh, was playing Call of Duty earlier today, uh, and he set up a private match, and it allowed him to use the new map. Oh, nice. Oh, interesting. And he, so he's played through the, the new map on a private match. I mean, a lot of the stuff was kind of already... Like, my understanding is that even though it's 80s for Dansk, there are going to, uh, I think, six new POIs, like, that are, uh, in theory, radically different to what was there before. Yeah, yeah. It's a I lot mean, of that's... what we spoke about already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. the dam and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's aqueducts, like you'd, Jamie, I think, had said, instead of a dam, and there's salt mine instead of yeah. quarry. I think there's, there's um, a map stuff. as well called Summit that was uh, from the yeah. old Black Ops games that I think is there in some shape or form. I don't know if it's going to be identical, but yeah, that's I, I, I'll uh, that's, tell you what, I'm that's glad me. I, 
glad I uninstalled Warza. I'm a, a, I, will, yeah. I will play it tonight when they when everything kicks off. I'll I'll jump in. It's Thursday. The guys I often play with they play on a Thursday. That's the that's the war zone yeah. night. So I'll probably hop in and have a little yeah. blast just to see what it's like. I have done the update already because I was like, do you know what? I'm not sitting around. <laughs> it's going to take enough time. Yeah, fingers. it's finished already. I turned yeah. it on. And, it was um, twenty how, how big was that twenty three gigs. Twenty three. Oh, not bad. Not bad. So for for again, Call of Duty, that is incredible. Yeah, but you know what that is? That's a 20 gig update to get rid of the map. And you and as soon as they bring the map back, it's going to be another 160 <laughs> gig so update. True. That's so that, true. Can you imagine? Man. Yeah, it's a 20 gig update to remove the biggest portion of the game. Amazing. Yep. Uh, well, I'll tell you that I've been playing some Apex, fellas, seeing as we're talking on the uh, Battle Royales. And Apex had a bit of a tease. So I was uh, streaming it over at twitch.tv forward slash hot panic um yeah but they've kind of revealed what's going to be happening in the next season they revealed the next kind of i don't know what they call them heroes or uh, legends uh, legends yeah, legend. the, uh, legends. Right, yeah. be a word that makes sense uh yeah and it's quite interesting this is kind of like quite titanfall heavy you know, on the law so uh they released like a little video like an animated video showing off the new legend which is the daughter of Viper from the Titanfall 2 campaign. Viper was the boss fight on top of the frigates that were flying through the space. Uh, oh, right, yeah. Through, oh, okay, through the yeah. kind of corridor, oh. delivering the, I can't remember what it was called, that time travel mass thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so she's the daughter. She's entered the Apex Games in the animated uh, thing, kind of showed off Viper's mech. Blisk was in there as well, kind of, you know, with his gruff Afrikaans voice. It was, it, was all, it was all very cool. And then I believe they showed off that there's going to be an arena, which is going to be like a 3v3 PvP kind of thing. Oh, so interesting. I love it when the, the, the special modes of Battle Royale are just like normal multiplayer. <laughs> right. Especially for a Battle Royale that sort of exists in the same universe as a game that already had very good multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. And clearly with the new legend continues to pull from it. Yeah. I wonder... Oh, it, it gets better yeah. than that though, because in the in the video for the arena, I believe uh, it's Ash who was the very first Titan boss that you fight in Titanfall Two. The the one with the kind of oh. no, no, not the very first one. She was the one uh, in Ash. the um, the assembly factory. The uh, oh, okay. oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. The, with the kind of porcelain the... mask. Right. Yeah, the name rings a bell. Yeah, and I remember the assembly factory very well. Yeah, so it's all it's all it's all looking pretty good for. Apex, uh, nice. I had a I had a shocker though. You, some days you just play a game and your your mind is just not in it. Jamie, you were watching me and I was just having a, a mare of a time, wasn't I? Well, it's funny. Like <laughs> that's a yes. Yeah. No. Well, what, ja- what Jamie really wants to say is, well, you always have a mare of a time. So it's not <laughs> no, much that's not what I want. That's not what I wanted to say. Uh, I mean, I'm as out of the loop as you were before you came back to it, Chris, with Apex. So I'm not in a position to critique. You know, obviously there's stuff that you notice, but yeah. I, I, if I can, I can I sum up the whole thing for you mm. um, in one sentence. I was watching one game quite closely, and there were a few things that left me a little bit distressed. <laughs> but I didn't say anything. I didn't type anything in chat, and uh, you won. Well, there you so, go. So you won the nice. match. So you know. Yeah. So cool. what do you know, Jamie? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, quite the point I'm making. What do I know? Yeah. And that's why I kept my lips sealed. Yeah, but, um, but it was it was it was literally. I mean, you guys, I'm sure you've experienced it as well. Like some days, just the game does not agree with you, and you do not agree with the game. And no matter how hard you try, you're 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 not thinking in that way. 
And that was right. me when I was playing that Apex. It was just an absolute fucking shocker. But yeah, I did get a win. I got a top three and I got a top two. So how bad could it really have been? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, but uh, fellas, I also started my new my new series on my Twitch channel because I've gone to Dark Souls Remastered. Uh, yes, the choice of the people. Thank the choice you of the people. Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, we've been talking about it a long time. I, I was planting those seeds, hoping that they'd say yes, but it's an easy kind of thing, right? Like, people want to see me suffer, so they yes. they enjoyed the Sekiro stuff. Why not go for the Dark Souls stuff? Um, now, I'd never played Dark Souls games except for that one time that we recorded a Dark Souls 2 Let's Play where we were, had oven gloves, but it never got made out because that footage got corrupted, which still yes. kills me to this day because it was so much fun. I remember that shoot well, yeah. Yeah, do you remember the alarm that was going off and then... It, yes. Do you remember it, Jonesy? I bet she doesn't remember. I, I don't remember. There was an alarm going off and it's going like... Deet, deet, deet. And we said it sounded like the Rasmus. And that's why we named our, our character Rasmus Whore. Oh. Like 69XXX. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, vaguely. Yeah, quality, quality. But uh, lost to the ether, unfortunately. But yeah, so kind of trying to take it a little bit seriously. I wasn't taking it... Actually, no. I wasn't taking it seriously in the first one because I was like, you know what? I've got to get into the flow of how this game goes and the mechanics. And it's very slow. It's very kind of considered. You know, you've got your animation locks you've got to get used to. And I was like, hey, yeah. if I die, I die. Like, let me get used to it. I'm not going to rage about it. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I'm going to continue, I'm going to continue that. <laughs> in fact, if you don't mind me saying, Chris, I feel like the closest you came to raging in that live stream was when you got stuck on the character creation screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how to exit like the... The portion where you, um, it's you know, it's because I'm thinking too much like a PC gamer, all right. I was stuck in the portion where you like changing around with the size of your nose and shit like that. And I was like, you know, what? I, I don't have time for this, let's just go with what we initially had. And I was trying to go like go back however I could, and nothing on screen said go back, there was no back button. <laughs> and I was just like, what am I gonna fucking do? What am I gonna do? And it, it kind of tripped me up, and then I realized. Oh no, hold on. It's a console game and I'm holding a PS4 controller. I just press circle. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me back. Like, mm. Hey, at go. least you figured it out. At least you didn't just like rage yeah. quit and shut the whole thing off. Yeah. The, the, no, the closest thing I came to raging was the very last boss that I got to on that stream because I knew how to beat him. Uh, I did it all. I got him down to about, he was maybe 2% of his health. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to wail on him instead of trying to be like successful. <sighs> Never do that in a Dark Dangerous. Souls game. And yep. he killed me when I should have just killed him. And it would have been the perfect end to the stream. But instead, I just shouted into the air. So, you know, <laughs> if I had a gun, I would have been like, ah, da, 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 da. yeah. What's yeah. The, what movie is that? Uh, when he, he Bit, can't point shoot. Point break. Point break. He can't yeah. shoot Patrick Swayze. Yeah. So he just, <laughs> ah, so <I> guess, <laughs> ah. Anyway. But yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to. Jonesy, nice. let's hear it. I've um, I played Rounded a new out game. for us. I played a new game that I uh, got, and I think it's it's still on um, uh, early access, which is something I'd seen before. And I was <laughs> hold on, like, <laughs> hold on, is this Star Citizen? <laughs> uh, no, although I do have that on early access. No, it's satisfactory. <laughs> oh, oh quality, shit. Yeah. okay, wow, yeah, that um, seems like a Jonesy game. I can see that. Hundred percent. It was. Yeah. It, do you know what? And it's it is a really cool game. Like I love that kind of. Um, so it's it, in some ways it's quite No Man's Sky is is like the look and feel of it in the sense of how like you know it's trying to be like sci-fi and that. But for people that don't know, it's effectively a game um, 
Well, should, I don't, I'm trying to think of another game with the sort of the humour level, but I can't think of one off the bat. It's sort of typical for games at the moment where it's like a, you work for a corporation who are like, oh, you're a person who's got to set up a factory for us, and it's very tongue-in-cheek and light-hearted and, um, you know, you're an asset. But with this, it's it's one of those sort of like um, resource-based games where you go around, you farm for resources, you get better gear, you can make better equipment, but it has a really good way of ramping stuff up very quickly. Um, and the idea is that you can build these insane factories. So you start off with nothing, you're on a desolate or like lush planet or uh, you're like, it can be in sort of a few different environments. You gather resources and you build um, a small factory and then that means you can get the resources to build a bigger factory and then that means you can get the resources to build an uber factory with like <laughs> conveyor belts and uh, machines and all sorts of crazy shit. Um, but they had an update and I, I saw it, I think I added it to my wish list on Steam a while ago. Um, and then actually bought it the other day I, th- I think it was on a bit of a sale so i thought i'd jump in and there's one of those where i downloaded it and thought i'm just gonna take a look and see what it looks like nah, and like three yeah. four hours later <laughs> i was still there going make more cement make more uh metal plates i need to build more <laughs> you know, you're, right, you're right though jamie that is such a jonesy game yeah like it's cool. I, I think because i remember when factorio came out that always looked a little bit too I'm not going to say intense, but there was something about its presentation that wasn't quite as clean or as welcoming as satisfactory. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah well, I'm watching a satisfactory playthrough. God, it could have been like a year or two ago now, to be fair. Once you start getting into that full on, like everything's automated and <laughs> conveyor belts are working, I was like, Jonesy's going to love the efficiency <laughs> of creating those systems, I think. It's cool. And it's and because I think it. Um, I think the thing that often games get wrong, and especially indie games, is the loop and is how much time you expect people to put into a game. And to get to the point where they start to get a um, sort of get rewarded, I always think of um, Ark as one of those games where it takes far too long to actually sort of yeah. reap the benefits of playing. Whenever I've played that game, I end up with wearing, I've, by the end of the time or by when I die and I quit, I'm wearing like a ratty pair of pants. I've pooed myself five times and I've eaten <laughs> some berries. And then I see footage of people online riding dinosaurs, shooting people, like enslaving people. And I'm like, I, this is not the same game I've played. <laughs> <laughs> but in satisfactory in a few hours i was man i was able to go from pretty basic i didn't have anything to oh i've got conveyor belts and i can produce stuff and i'm launching things into the uh launching pods to go and get me more resources from the atmosphere and stuff like this which is yeah it was cool man it's a cool game so, so it's oh, yeah. definitely something i'm gonna try and play a bit more of nice is that it? Good shit. That is it. That is it. <laughs> that was just, Sorry, that is, is it. Is that's there the an end. And? <laughs> no, no, that is it. That is it. Well, that that's fair enough, guys, because uh, unfortunately, I think we need to start wrapping things up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no, no one going to interject then. there. That's good. Yeah, so we said fuck the news. Where we had a bit of a rundown, what we did, a little bit of a deviations, what have you. We kind of kept it a bit PG, but, you know, if you if you pledge $5 to our Patreon and, you know, if that's something that you want to do and you want to get into the whole full frontal uh, podcast exclusive, then, you know, there's it's, it's a little teaser, it's a little taster. We do go a lot rougher, a lot rawer talking about fucking, I don't know, porn and sticking lobsters in places that they shouldn't be stuck in, quite frankly. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Let us know what you thought about this episode in the comments down below because, you know, it's a, a little bit more streamlined, but I hope you appreciated it nonetheless. Fellas, we need a code word. Um. Also, by the way, it's a one-hour podcast. 
What if our code word was fuck one hour podcasts? Yeah, the, people are going to hate this. I, I, when we said about doing it this short, people, like, people are going to be pissed off. I'm just going to put that out there now. Um, yeah. Well, you know, thanks. <laughs> I tell you what we should have. We, we shouldn't have a code word. <laughs> we shouldn't have a code word. We should have people say whether they like, they should vote by saying one hour or two hour. So say one hour if you like one hour podcast and two hour if you like two hour podcast and we'll see how many people. Well, they don't, no, because you're going to have dudes saying like fucking eight hour podcast because that's what they want. But that's not. No, what they we can't can vote eight hours. They have to vote two. It's only it's only about two or one. So two you or can't one. put eight. I think I think it would be a lot more useful if they would like more of the freestyle, less structured kind of thing that we did today rather than what we usually do. Of saying like boom, 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 boom. That's what we do. I mean, it was a bit structured. You know, we were like, now we're going to do the comments, and now we're going to talk about games we played. But then we did kind of like, you know, interweave shit. Mm, I know what you mean. Yeah. Also, let me know if we have a PO box. Will you send me blue cheese dressing and <laughs> stuff for stuff for crispy corn? I don't. I don't think you want blue cheese dressing out of the PO box. That's actually the a really good thing. point. That's the worst That's a really thing good you point. Could ever get like we said, it like, might not be blue cheese. <laughs> it might be something else. <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, that as well. I just think it's going to go off. Just some fucking perverted <laughs> fan out there who's like, I'm going to jizz all over this blue cheese and send oh, it to Jack. I don't want it. PO, we're not doing a no, PO it's box. Just, Keep it's, it. it's just curdled by the time Jonesy opens it. But he's like, ah. Smells like just, blue cheese. Maybe you just, need, yeah, oh maybe you just need to stir it a bit. Loosen it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Okay. Wow. Well, we've, we've gone off that idea. No PO box. Thank you very much. No PO box. All right. And with that. I just ordered some from Amazon. <laughs> Did you actually? No, I said I'll order some from Amazon. Oh, I thought yeah. you said I just. I thought you were on Amazon like no, in another no. window. Like, no, oh, no, I am. I do Jonesy's have it got, open still. Jonesy's got one of those Amazon dash buttons that just every time he presses it just orders oh, blue God, cheese. Yeah, remember when those were a thing? Yeah. I think they still no. are a thing. Give me blue cheese. But, no, they never work. It was actually a trick question, Chris. So. All right. Prank, sorry. That was a prank. You've officially been bunked. Wow. Well, thanks. And with that, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next week for... Hopefully something that's a little bit longer than an hour. See ya! Bye.